Hello, mate. How you going? Good. How are you? Oh, fantastic, mate. The November episodes, well, our first two are out at the moment, so they've done pretty well so far. So I'm loving the feedback we've been having from those. Yeah, it's been good. Um, it feels like we did that ages ago, though, because we we did actually did record them a while ago before releasing them. It so. was a bit of a pre-record job, yeah, um, that we did. So no, it was good. It was, it was um, good. good to get them out finally. Yeah. I've sort of had them sitting on my laptop, ready to go mm. on out to the, the public. Good um, feedback as well, and yeah, um, the donations. Have Flying in, so we're, we're flying at the moment. Absolutely. Really I don't good. know if you've noticed, there's been a little bit of a bidding war going on I at the moment, that. which I, I thought was very... Just yeah, before we recorded. Which I, I thought was very funny, so I'll just quickly go into a bit of detail there. So I saw my mum donated 100 bucks to the uh, Movember cause, which is an amazing contribution, obviously. And then uh, my dad jumped on and had a look, and he saw that mum donated 100, so he donated 101 just to, to one-up her. So very I'm good. hoping the bidding war continues, <laughs> and we can just keep growing some support from the Movember yeah. Foundation. But... Absolutely loving it. Our moustaches are growing quite nicely yes, at the moment. they are. They and, uh, are. Yeah, I mean, nice whether they look good or not is a different question. Yours is way better than mine at the moment. Well, I've had this since I was 12, so it's uh, it's been a long time <laughs> coming. But, um, no, nah, it's looking good. The cause is going to look um, in the great direction. So, absolutely loving it. Yeah. But we're not done. No, we're not done. So, it's uh, we're continuing the Movember theme. And um, I reckon this could be potentially our final episode of the year as well. I think so it is. I think we're, we're well, going to finish it off very well. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have a, a very special guest. So I think we'll we may as well get into the uh, get into the intro music Let's and we'll get introduce into it. the guests uh, straight after that. Sting us. Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. <laughs> good day, chick. And I'll just say right back to him. I'll say good day, toots. Did the t- boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy. It. Well. I did mention that we had a very special guest and he's sitting here alongside me. The man, the myth, the legend. I'll let him introduce himself because I don't want to do any dis- um, injustice to him. So, Yanni, welcome to the Pressure Point Podcast. You are our biggest fan. Why don't you introduce yourself to uh, the listeners out there? Uh, first off, thank you guys for having me. As you already pointed out, I'm Marcus and Queen's biggest fans. I basically listen to... Practically every episode uh, in the past, I would say a year, a year and a bit uh, since I've known uh, Quinn. Quinn and I uh, used to study together and, uh, you know, we've been friends ever since. And um, it's been a pleasure having to know you and uh, thanks for having me, boys. Oh, absolute pleasure, mate. It's a, and then we did go to uni together. We did do a bit of study there at Swinburne. And um, actually, we did start the podcast after I knew Yanni because of the things that we learned in that course. So without the course, I probably wouldn't have had the knowledge to do the little edits and stuff that we're doing at the moment. So it's uh, it's been a long time coming to have Yanni on this show because he has been a big fan ever since day one. And he said it was a pleasure studying with you, which I, I find hard to believe. <laughs> well, <laughs> I brought good, uh, brought good culture. The study side of it might not have been too uh, impactful on my end, but... No, it was. It was a. Uh, it was great to work alongside each other. We actually had a really good group of uh, people in our class. So, few few good mates to take from that. Yanni, had a, we've, had, we've had a few of them on on the podcast in the past. The we have early, so early yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. So, you got, Yanni, you are. You know, you remember Will Guthrie? We've had Will on the podcast. Or Glue, oh, wow. as he's known to the Pressure Point people. Wow! Wow! Yeah, so we had Glue on, and um, yeah, so we've had a couple of the boys on, which has been yeah. good. So, uh, oh, Jake the Snake came on. Yeah, I feel bad if I've missed anybody now, but I know we've had they're, those two. They're for the sure. two that come to mind. I think. It yeah. Was like early early days. Absolutely. Yeah. We may have had Max Donegan on, but I could be off with that one, sure. but I can't remember 100%. It's been, it's been too long. So anyway, we're here about you, Yanni. So obviously you're very keen to join us and we, we do want to talk a bit of footy and everything like that, but 
obviously it is our November themed episode. So we want to talk a little bit about you and your day to day and the things that you go through in life. Um, so why don't we start with some of your daily routines? Obviously, um, your daily routines are going to look a little bit different to some other people. So why don't you talk us through what a day looks like for you? Yeah, so get, uh, straight into it. So, uh, uh, so uh, I've been diagnosed with cerebral palsy, or the cool kids say, uh, <laughs> CP. Uh, shout out to Chris Paul, who's a <laughs> uh, bit of a legend. Um no disrespect, he's a great uh, basketballer, but I've been uh, diagnosed with CP. So basically it's just uh, a movement disorder. So basically I can walk short distances, but I need assistance in basically my everyday life. So in things like eating, uh, taking showers, uh, um sleeping, uh, you know, just all the day-to-day things, uh, dressing, you know, it's uh, quite a routine I have, so yeah. Absolutely, and it's obviously, there'd be obviously a few day-to-day challenges that um, Marcus and I wouldn't be experiencing like you would go through. I mean, for example, when we organised you to come over today and I just realised, I thought, oh, geez, we're going to get your chair through the door, I have to do the measurements, and it's just little things that you don't think about are there. There are plenty. Of, how do they, how do you face these challenges now? Like I'm sure you're used to them now, and you just it's sort of part of your day to day. But do you um you, you get you get by most of the time. Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, first off, uh, I can't stress this enough. I'm so grateful to my folks and my family. They've been an absolute my rocks. Um, yeah. So you know, it's hard to uh, to describe. I guess, um, just the day-to-day challenges. I'll give you an example. Uh, so today, I, my parents work during the day, so I have to get up at, let's say, 6 a.m. Uh, as a hypothetical, uh, and then I have to wait until my parents get up, and then once they get up, have their coffee, do their morning routine, they come and get me up and get dressed and uh, eat and drink. So, you know, I've always uh, had, uh, you know, had this inkling that what life would be like if I didn't have to do those things. But at the same time, I wouldn't change, you know, the way I am. I love being who I am and, you know, I wouldn't change it. So, yeah, it has its uh, challenges and I've had some uh, mental issues pretty much throughout my years. So, um, it's been, uh, I have a really good support network. So, yeah, just thank you for them. And, uh, you know, thank you for making my life what it is today. So, yeah. Love that, mate. Love that. It's uh, got a great attitude towards it, which is which is fantastic. And yeah, definitely sounds like you've got a good support network there, which is you know important in, in everyone's life, really. So that's it's um it's great to hear and great to hear um that um yeah that you you've accepted it and you and you've got a great attitude towards it. I think that's the way to go. I think a lot of people need to probably take some notes from that as well mm-hmm. and just sort of learn to appreciate 
you know, lot life as it is, I guess, because a lot of people do complain a lot, and some people, you know, it's warranted a lot, I guess. But I think we do have to look at, you know, sort of the, the good things in our lives and start to appreciate them a little bit more. Um, Yanni, you mentioned, well, you've mentioned to me multiple times and you, without tooting your horn a little bit, you've been on radio a few times and <laughs> you did the sports media course with me. So you've obviously, you're obviously looking in that direction, but talk me through some of your, your career and your aspirations that you're sort of looking for going forward. Cause like, I know that we've done a little bit together now, but what are your sort of aspirations going forward? I'd love to get into the media and that's why I, I thought to myself that the Swinburne course would be, you know, a stepping stone to sort of le- learning about the media and how it operates and um, things we could get, like experience, and I was able to meet you and all the boys, and it's just, uh, although COVID sort of ruined it for us, uh, you know, I had a fantastic, uh, you know, time there, and uh, I spent another year there while you guys finished up, so it's a little bit different. Also, starting with a new group and uh, new things, and yeah, you know, I felt like the old statesman, the old timer sort of thing. I just feel like you know it's about time for me to move on and start my career, and uh, yeah, losing using this platform as well. Just to talk about my my challenges is a great stepping stone. So, you know. Um, oh, yeah. That's fantastic, mate. Um, Quinn mentioned you were on radio. Tell us about those experiences. Yeah, I mean, you're the famous one here. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I'm famous, <laughs> but uh, I did uh, do the sports show on Sim Radio, which is a student youth network. It's pretty... Popular, it's pretty big. It's on uh, national radio. I don't know if you boys have tuned into that over the years, probably not. But uh, yeah, I did the sports show, and basically, we did what you guys do on the Pressure Point podcast just talk about different sports and the, you know, the weekly results and the big news stories. I just love sport, so. You know, I use sport as an escape from all my challenges, although it sometimes adds more stress. Um, But I love sport, and I love going to different sporting events. So, you know, I just love sport. And it's a good way to meet new people as well. Absolutely. And you, you did mention that, obviously, some of your challenges can make seeing sport a little bit difficult, but you also use it um, as an escape from some of your challenges you go through. But I do remember a good quote from you that I still to this day love very much. And we went to the basketball together, the NBL, and it was, I think it was a, it was John Kane Arena. And I remember you said to me, I've got tickets, don't worry about it. And you go, I'm in a wheelchair, we've got the best seats in the house. <laughs> You're absolutely uh, lapping it up and uh, taking your opportunities. And I've seen you with the uh, Manchester United games overseas in um, the UK. So you're a massive, massive sports fan. What would you say? It's, it might be a tough question, or maybe it's not. What What would you say would be your, your favourite sport? I mean, we live in Australia, so it's hard not to go past this, but I love the footy. The footy is my number one. Okay. Uh, 
I was yeah. going to say, for those who haven't seen the cap on his head as well, he's a big Richmond supporter, which we love. We, we love over here. So no, no surprises there. So Yanni and I have talked many times about the Tigers and whether we're going well or whether we're going pretty poorly. And what, what were your thoughts on the Tigers season this year? Look, I was pretty proud of the uh, boys just to make the finals. It, it would be nice to squeeze into the top four. But, uh, you know... I was just happy to, it wasn't our best year. I mean, our best years were, you know, before that. But, you know, looking forward to the, the new season and our new recruits. And, you know, the sky's the limit. Hopefully we can be up there. Oh, absolutely. More, more importantly, because I can see Marcus wants to ask, what were your thoughts on Carlton's season this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, we did speak about this before. And... Uh, I, I did question Vossi uh, there. I thought uh, you got uh, the Blues had a fantastic season. Uh, just uh, unfortunately missed out on the finals, which brought Marcus a bit of heartache. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought overall, as an outsider from you know the Colton Circle, I think you should be proud of. Your season, considering where you guys have been in recent years. Absolutely, I think that's the nicest thing a Richmond supporter said about Carlton, <laughs> which is uh, which is quite yeah. refreshing. Yanni is a realist and he knows his stuff, so it's <laughs> definitely a word you can rely on as well. Yeah. He's not uh, he doesn't no. lie about what he sees. No. I love it. I love it. I was going to ask actually back to Richmond. Which one of the three premierships was your favourite? Um, I think. Uh, oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I think 2017. Yeah. Uh, because no one really knew what was going to happen. Uh, just at the beginning of the year, um, since we had a bad season in 2016, I was sort of, you know, dreading that season. Um, so I, you know, I went to the opening game against the Blues, as I normally do, as pretty much a Richmond and a Carlton fan does. Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't really expect much, but as we went through the season, you sort of thought, hang on a minute, we might be on to something. So, you know, 2017 has to be my favourite, for sure. Mm. They all say that, don't they? Well, the first, yeah, it's hard to look past the first one. Mm. I mean, they've, they've all got their special reasons, obviously. The, for me, like I agree, for me it's 2017 because it was the first and we had no idea. But then 19, it was such a blowout that you kind of, it was just, it was fun to watch, for, not for a, a neutral fan, but for us it was just fun to be a part of. And then 2020, the COVID year, we didn't know what was going to happen with footy. It was all over the place and then we came out on top. So a few, yeah couple of brilliant flags there but you, you'll get there one day Marcus you know what we're talking about <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we might we'll divert from the flags because we're yes, going to upset Marcus Yanni we don't we don't need yeah. to do that we'll talk about them absolutely, off there absolutely. we'll get them about them off there but I wanted to talk to you a bit more about yourself because you, you've mentioned that you've sent us some some notes and stuff like that that you wanted to run through and I want to talk about some of the things that you you know you had in mind and you did mention that um as part of having CP as the cool kids do like to call it you and therapy sessions and uh, working out to maintain your condition and things like that. What are, what are some of the things that you do at the moment in terms of um, the, some of the therapy or the, the working out that you might get up to? So in regards to therapy, it's not too... Uh, first off, the, the, uh, the condition I have to be 
uh, it's not life-threatening, but it can uh, get worse over time. So if I don't uh, keep mobile and, and fit and, and uh, healthy and watch, uh, I eat a normal diet, so that's no problem. I eat everything, um, so as most Europeans do. Um, um, we can relate to that. Yeah. So, you know, if I don't work out, then you'll notice a significant change in not just the way I am, but my mentality. So basically I have uh, an occupational therapy session. So that's just working on, you know, hands stuff and motor skills and then uh, physio would be you know working on my walking my as people take for granted you know walking up and down stuff treadmill bike you know so it's quite strenuous and you know it's hard work but you got to put a positive spin on it so you know, I enjoy it. Some days I don't. Some days I do. But, yeah. Things you got to do. Uh, abso- well, absolutely. And I think it's a testament to the person that you are that you, you know, even when you don't want to do it, you still go through with it and still do it because it's a, you know, it's what you need to get through. And you did mention, you know, some days you enjoy it, some days you don't. And I guess it's probably a little bit just in life in general, therapy and all that aside, some days you do have your good days and some days you do have shitty days and it's sort of about how you battle through the shitty days, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, everyone has bad days and good days, but uh, mine seem to be, you know, more out there. So you will notice if I'm having a bad day, like my mood or my mobility isn't up to scratch or I'm not that positive. Yeah, so you'll definitely notice that, uh, you know, that uh, being, uh, having a bad day, but, uh, you know, I'm very positive and, you know, I just love to have a good laugh and, you know, that's what I'm here for. I love that. Such a good attitude. Very inspiring, that's for sure. It makes me feel like, you know, a piece of shit sometimes because I complain a lot. I'm a bit of a, a bit of a sook. But I, I do want to touch on this and a lot of people probably over the conversation right now, but I feel like for you it would have been a very different experience. But how what was what was it like going through um, the COVID years, so obviously 2020, 2021 to an extent as well. What what was different for you about the COVID years? I mean, obviously you have your support workers around you. Did that minimize the numbers and that was happening? What were the effects that you felt throughout the COVID years? Um yeah, COVID was a stressful time. Not only for everyone, but for me in particular, because I had to rely on, you know, my folks, and it took a toll on them. And, uh, you know, although I'm very grateful, I can sometimes act out and lash out, and they can also do that as well. So I took, uh, you know, it took a lot out of me, and uh, of course I had my support workers, but that was... (laughs) bit of a challenge because finding support workers is an absolute nightmare sometimes. It is, I won't get into the nitty gritty of course, but uh, it's uh, a challenge in itself. And also having that 
I think it's you have to be very open to be that sort of supporter, to be a support worker, and you've got to um, sort of have that level of trust. And uh, you know, I've had some ups and downs with support workers, and I'm a very open guy, so I say what I feel, and sometimes people can uh, see it all right. So it's just the challenge of different people and their, and their personalities and trying to combat that is hard. Um, and getting to trust people is a big thing. Like it's massive. Like you've got to have a certain level of trust. I mean, you've got to quote that great uh, movie uh, meet the Fockers, the <laughs> circle of trust for that, you know, that, um, Absolutely. that, you know, intensifies when you're a person in my position, in my condition. So, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And I've had some ups and downs with support workers, but most of the time I've had great relationships with, you know, support workers, so... Yeah, and they're still my friends to this day. So, so you know, I can't thank them enough. And, um, yeah. Man, I love that. So good. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna mention, well, touching on sport. Dylan Alcott's obviously a massive figure in in, in sport <laughs> and what he does for um, you know the people with disabilities and everything. How much of a of an idol is he to you? Um. Or, or, or not? That's Doesn't a have to difficult be. question because at the beginning of uh, Dylan Alcott's like rise, he was an idol to me. Like for someone to play elite level sport and then sort of advocate for uh, people with disabilities was just, you know, it was quite, you know, eye-opening. Like, holy shit, like this guy's um, working for us, like, he's looking out for me, but, um, I've noticed, uh, over the past, um, sort of year or two, he's became more, fam- like, more famous, and I think fame can sort of get to your head, so I sort of, like, tend to second guess what he's actually you know, what his intentions are. But I have met him uh, once. He was really nice, but uh, at the same time, it's hard to not, you know, second guess, like, is he actually doing it for the right reasons? So I'm not sure at this point, but he's certainly one for, you know, people with disabilities for sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing as well. I mean, it's hard to, it has to judge, and you, you do notice that with people as they sort of rise, you know, to greater heights of stardom, that you know you tend to notice that they do change a little bit, and they might not be as down to earth as they once were. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know him obviously, but I can see, you know, I can definitely see why that would be questioned because it, it obviously it gets to that sort of point. Um, I mentioned before that you went to the UK and you did watch some of the Man U games and. 
I know you love to travel. You went to Greece and did a few cool things like that. You're making us very jealous over here in our Melbourne winter. Uh, what what other aspirations do you have to travel? Because I know you love Europe. I know that. But is, is Europe back on the cards again? Or where, where would you like to go next? And is it to see sport? Or would you just see sport as part of the trip? What are your, what are your thoughts? Well, as you probably may know, the FIFA World Cup is coming up very soon. So... My goal, uh, hopefully, like in the next World Cup or two, is to head over and catch again. Um, that would be my ideal. Um, I love traveling, uh, as you already pointed out. I recently uh, went to Greece and over to the UK. I've got some family down in Greece, so it was good to... You know, catch up with them uh, because we haven't seen each other in about three or four years since COVID. So it's good to catch up. And, uh, you know, I thought it might be a good opportunity to uh, head over to the UK and uh, go with some EPL at a decent time. As you know, here in Australia, the times are a nightmare to get up and watch. Uh, I do try and watch uh, the Red Devils um, in uh, as much as I can, but uh, yeah, it's a bit hard these days, but uh, I was very grateful and uh, I went over to see them play South Southampton, so the Saints, so any St Kilda fans out there, you would probably know who the Southampton Saints are, um, so... Yeah, I was just very grateful, and the atmosphere is just, it's just another level. I mean, we speak of the AFL attendance and, the, you know, the big crowds, but they do it week in, week out, and uh, they'll, they will die for their team. They will literally die for their team, so they take it to a whole other level, and it's just very eye-opening, and, uh, you know, I love travelling, and that's what I do best. Yeah. Love it, love it, and I, I completely agree with the EPL. They uh, they they would die for their team over there. It's 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 hard to explain what the atmosphere is like there until you've actually experienced it. So it's uh, it's quite it's pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, even before the game, uh, you know, at the pubs, you know, they just act like absolute tools. But I just, <laughs> I just, I. Uh, I just love it. Yeah. You, you don't see that. You, you do see it at the footy, but it's uh, dialed down for yeah. sure. Um, um, it's completely different over here. I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong because you boys know better than me, but don't they section off fans? Yeah. If there's yes. games so you can't sit next to an opposition fan? Yes, they do. Yeah, yes. see, that to me, that blows my mind because I'm like, obviously, here, especially with me, I sit in AFL member section, so I know that I'm surrounded by just. I'm not even in a like Richmond member specific area, so I'm surrounded by everybody, and I just that's what I'm used to. So thinking about that is wild to me. Mm. Sounds crazy good, but yeah. Yeah, so Quinn and Marcus, just to ha- get some more information on that. Uh, so basically, you're in a separate section with your fans, just your team's fans. So just imagine that you're there, and the whole section is by your side. So. Just having that camaraderie, I suppose, and you know that sort of like to, togetherness is is 
something you don't see here, so which I kind of like. I like being spread out into different bands, but I also like being on the same side and sort of you can talk to them outside the, you know, outside the game or pre-game. You can sort of talk stats and, and this and that. So it's definitely good. Oh, absolutely it is. I mean, I guess it'd, be, it'd probably be a little bit like the uh, the 2017 prelim against the Giants when it was just Richmond supporters there, 99,000 Richmond supporters yeah, in the game. So it'd yeah, be similar yeah. to that, I'd it imagine. like that. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your family. I know we see you have a ridiculous love for sport. It's, uh, it's next level. I don't know many people that love it as much as you do. Is your family also like massive sport followers? And I met your old man at the footy one game, but I don't know too much about them. Where's where's this passion for sport come from? Is it from your family? It's kind of out of nowhere, boys. Um, I just, uh, when I was young, obviously we all had dreams of, you know, playing NFL and, and playing um, elite level. Um, and I know you guys play a local level. So, you guys sort of had that dream as well, I'm guessing. So, you know, I sort of quickly realised, well, hang on, I'm not going to really play AFL, am I? So, you know, I thought to myself, you know, why not study every inch of the, every inch of the sport and try to learn all the stats and all the players and sort of get to work in the media and that's what I sort of learned. I, I didn't have any influence, although my family are big Richmond fans uh, because my father grew up in Richmond. So, you know, I had no choice. Even if I wanted to pick a team, you know, it was, it was virtually impossible. So <laughs> you're Richmond or you're out of the house, pretty much, as you... Uh, well, know how, you know, fans can take the footy. But I just sort of did it myself. So I sort of um, looked up online. Uh, I just watched every single game I could and just learned the different sports and the different stats. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the football. It can be, you know, for example, we were talking of air about the tennis coming up and the EPL, so it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, the AFL, just can be any sport. And I feel like it's a great uh, icebreaker to get to know people and sort of have, you know, create friendships, I guess, um, yeah, and sort of sort of escape from, you know, these types of things. So, yeah, I would have loved to play AFL like everybody else, but, you know, I, my knowledge of sport is, don't want to turn my horn, but it's pretty up there with the best. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, just wanted to showcase my, you know, my abilities in a different sort of way absolutely and i go that's why i think that um if you do continue the sports media sort of path 
you were able to do well because like the, the knowledge that you have is ridiculous. I mean, the amount of things you taught me while well, you need to get a back gum. Things about Richmond I had no idea about. And I thought, how did I not know this already? But he, he teaches me. He's taught me a lot of things um, over the last couple of years. So I absolutely love that. And I agree with you completely. And you're allowed to toot your own horn once in a while, Yanni. So don't worry about that, mate. You can do that as much as you like. Obviously, this is a Movember dedicated episode. So we'll touch on the Movember cause a little bit in itself. And um, I know you, you're a fan of it. You're, I mean, you're a fan of the Movember cause and sort of what it stands for and that sort of stuff, I presume. Yeah, um, a big supporter in men's mental health um, and stick them for me because I think uh, in these circumstances you need to talk about these things and whether it's, you know, disability or some, someone's going through their life, just reach out and, you know, it doesn't have to be like a lengthy conversation. You can just say, hey, I'm here for you or hey, do you want to hang out for a couple of hours and go to different sporting events or, you know, just take time out of your day to, you know, put a smile on a person's face. And that's what I try to do. And that's, you know, um, you know, I try and live the best life I possibly can. Yes, it has its challenges. And yes, uh, it's difficult. But... Like I said before, I wouldn't change it. And, uh, yeah, it's a great course, and uh, you should get donating to the boys' page and, uh, you know, yeah, speak out if you're having trouble. Absolutely. That's what I would say. Well said. Well, if that's not a big well application said. to donate to the page, I don't know what is. Exactly right, exactly right. So, no, very well said, Yanni. That was that was super. And it's exactly what we try to preach here and what we've been doing with our episodes as well is to um, get the message out there and um, and getting yeah, more men to speak up and, and not be afraid to and, and for everyone to get around each other. So it's what we're here for and, you know, that's how life should be. Absolutely. And I think one thing I want to mention as well, that we didn't actually speak about it in either of our episodes. And I think it's um, one thing that Yanni's just pointed out, which makes me feel a little bit selfish now and, Obviously, our episodes, as you would know, Yanni, we sort of delved into the things that we were sort of going through, et cetera, et cetera, and talked about ways that we were dealing with them and all this sort of stuff. I think like one thing you said that really stood out for me just then was that your goal every day is to also try and put a smile on somebody else's face as well. And I think that that's contagious. So I feel like, I know it's not always about making everybody else happy, but if you can, you know, put a smile on somebody else's face, it'll make you feel that much better about yourself. And I know it always does to me. Like, I know if I've known that I've sort of made someone's day for whatever reason... It's rare, but sometimes I do. <laughs> but when I do, I, I feel so much better about myself that day. And then it's easier to sort of look at yourself in a better light as well. So we didn't touch on it, but I love the fact that you pointed that out there, Yanni, because I think that's a, a massive m- m- movement to also make some people um, happy with themselves, but also sort of self-improve yourself. Yeah, I think uh, it improves not only your self-esteem, but it uh, improves other people's. And, uh, you know, I don't have the... Uh, abilities that you know um, everyday people have but you know you've got to embrace it and that's what I try to do you do a beautiful job of it mate and just before we wrap up it is a football podcast so we'll dive away from the November stuff just a quick (laughs) second before we wrap up it is a football podcast I know it's putting you on the spot a little bit here I didn't warn you with this one but I know you've got the thoughts in the back of your head I want a couple of season predictions for you. So who do you, who do you think next year is uh, is, a, is a flag is going to be the flag favorite? Who do you think is going to win the flag next year? 
Oh, a tough question. I mean, I know Richmond's your first. There's so many <laughs> like. I don't really want to offend anyone because you know it's a, it's a difficult prediction to have. But I um, see. Um, of course, I would love the Tigers to be up there, but I see maybe the Blues are up there as well. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I see. Uh, you know, just from motivation about what happened uh, this past year and not making the finals. Uh, sorry, the Marcus. Um, <laughs> it's a third time tonight already. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it'll be a big motivation and such a big fan base as well. There's a lot of pressure. So I understand being a Richmond supporter with so many Greek fans and Richmond supporters everywhere like and there's big expectations but I see you know the Victorian teams uh, especially with their big fan bases making a big push uh, towards September oh, I hope you're right sure. I hope you're right Yanni just the thought of Carlton even being close to a flag uh, gets me very very excited a little bit emotional to be honest so if we actually get there I don't know how I'd, how I'd react to be honest I think you would cry heavily. Oh, heavily, that's that's confirmed. But, geez, there'd be a lot of emotions, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, Yanni and I can tell you what those feel like because we've been through there a couple of times. Isn't that right, Yanni? Do you want some uh, tips uh, for Grandfather? We'll, we'll, we'll write a book for you. I'm not going to yeah. say yes because that's going to jinx it. But if it happens, yes, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be asking you. As well? <laughs> the Grand Final Parade? Yep, absolutely. You go the parade, the whole, you know, the whole shebang. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's good. Calm it down because it's not that it's not happening. We're in November of of twenty twenty two, so let's. The yeah, season's got, not even close to no, starting. No, you've got lots of sporting events coming up, and uh, you know with the FIFA World Cup and the Australian Open, which I love. The probably tennis is my second favorite sport. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, it's a big, yeah. big. It's always a big summer. Like it's good. You get a get a good break from footy, but yeah. you know you've got yeah. The, well, the World Cup's usually in the middle of the year, so yeah. it's different this year. Um, yeah. The Aussie Open's always good fun. The cricket's always good. So there's always a lot happening over summer. Yeah. So hopefully I can get to down to a few sporting events uh, yeah. in the future, maybe with some of you boys. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, no, no, no doubt. No doubt, Yanni, you'll be. Uh, You'll be down at those events as well because you always do. You're always at every sporting event. I feel well, with it one way or another. I've seen you on telly a couple of times, or from the flicks that you sent me, the screenshots of you on TV. So well, you find your way in front of the big screen one way or another, don't you? I'm a bit everywhere. I know. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. Well, Yanni, we've we've had an absolutely amazing chat, mate. We we've gone through everything we wanted to chat to you about. It's been absolutely superb. We went through a bit of footy. We went through some of the struggles that you're going through, and. It's been very eye-opening, I'm sure, for not only ourselves but um, all the listeners as well. So, thanks again, man. I know it was a bit of a bit of a trek to get down here, and it's not as easy as it might be for some. So, I appreciate you coming all the way down to the studio today and jumping on for us. And let me just point out, this is the oh, correct me if I'm wrong, Marcus, but Yanni is our first in-person guest. Yes, absolutely, he is. Yeah. So this is a this is, is huge. Big. This well. is big. You are the first person we've ever had uh, in the studio, Yanni. It's always been over Zoom. So well. thank you for coming down and joining us, and uh, I hope you've uh, enjoyed it as much as we have. It's been an absolute pleasure, and thanks for having me on. And hopefully, uh, when the footy starts, you guys will see me on here to discuss more about the footy because ultimately these November episodes. Uh, yeah, great. 
but ultimately you guys are doing a footy podcast, so uh, hopefully I can be on uh, during the season. Yeah, absolutely, mate. We will, definitely. Well, and just before we wrap up, Marcus, you did mention that this is likely going to be our final episode for the year. So I'd say so, yeah. Oh, and, and if and if that is the case, if I and I'd say it's going to be, I'm obviously a massive thank you to everybody who's listened throughout the year. Yanni, I know you've been the number one fan, so you know we can't thank you enough. But to everybody else that's listened throughout the throughout the year, given feedback, commented on the posts, um, shared with friends, it, it's grown heaps and it's been massive for the both of us, and we've really appreciated all the support. Thanks to as well our, our sponsor, Gavos Freight Solutions, for jumping on again. That's been incredible having, having uh, them jump on board with us once more and we mentioned I spoiled it a little bit in the last episode but we do have some big things coming still before the end of the year not episode related as such but some big some big things coming so look forward to those yes absolutely so yeah I mean yeah that 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 cat might be out of the bag by the time this episode comes out who knows well, so, we'll hopefully because it, we'll it means the ball's rolling in the right exactly. direction so hopefully we release this episode I've got a bit of egg on my face because everybody already knows but, but if not um, it's very yeah. it's going to be very shortly so look yeah. forward to that but I think that's uh, that pretty much is, is us done for 2023 that is it no and what a what a way to finish off so Yanni again thank you very much mate very inspiring and um, yeah really appreciate you coming on yeah thanks boys and just to point out, it is 2022. Oh, yeah, sorry. Game. Sorry, Queen, yeah. come on. Uh, <laughs> I'm editing that out. I'm editing this last little bit yeah. out. No one's going to know. Um, yes, yeah, so it's still in 2022, guys. So I got excited. I got excited. 2023 is a month away. Yes. All right, well, hopefully I can, uh, by, by the end of 2023, I can get the year right. So that's my <laughs> aim for, for next season. That's my New Year's resolution. So thank you very much again to everybody that's listened throughout the season. And uh, I guess we'll uh, see you next year. Yes, see you next year.